0: welcome to the planet Vars podcast in this episode this two-part episode in this one we're talking about how black characters often end up erased and replaced with negative traits and fantasy and in this episode in particular we're talking about bonnie bennett from the vampire diaries and how they just completely fumbled the bag on her writing and how like it could have been something but anyways the writers were just so racist and annoying hashtag cancelled julie plague forever anyways we're gonna talk about that and so this is the part two so i don't want you guys to be confused but yeah it's like a two-parter split in half so let's get to the episode yay So Kat Graham, she has very thick hair and she has probably more 4B. It could be 4C, but it's like other mixed girls maybe had 3A, 3B. So her mom made her get perms for every single acting thing she did. I can only imagine what kind of mental warfare she had with all of that of like her identity and getting treated so differently on vampire from the writers on vampire diaries, but they don't fire you. They just keep killing your character off and probably had to be really emotionally draining for her and her mental health. Additionally, why I think Kat's character, Bonnie, Bonnie Bennett, served as the mammy uh, archetype or archetype, not archetype, archetype is because the part that another trait is a serving with no life other than to just serve her white family. So as I mentioned earlier, with her life being tied to Elena's. This was a terrible plot point, honestly. I know it was a shot, it was Kai. Kai was the antagonist who like, he ruined a lot of stuff. He ruined a lot of stuff. With Kai, when they brought his character in and around season five or six, I can't remember, they bring in a witch coven, they add more history to the witches and they add more of a lair and more witch lore to the Vampire Diaries uh, fantasy theme. Which was cool, however, the show has yet to ever go into Bonnie's witch lore. They go into it briefly in the first season when we needed to see why Damon wanted Catherine, which is a white woman, out of the uh prison world, shoot prison thing she was in. Which is for the plot. It's never just to learn more about Bonnie. It's always for the plot. It's never to get deeper connection with who she is and why she is that way. And so, as I mentioned earlier, of why I make... Because I want to... I just thought of this now of why I say this show is more of a mix of inexplicit, explicit attempts of trying to have a black character. They typically make the witches to be black women or black people in general. Typically the witches are black. And I think that was actually really cool on their side because I mean, if you're gonna do that, you know, hoodoo voodoo, um, what else? Who else do they have? There's another one they had. Who am I thinking of? Who am I thinking of? I can't remember. I remember they made the devil a black man for some, they literally made Satan a black man i can't make that up like okay and he was the antagonist like are you serious Did they literally make the devil a black man are you guys serious i i don't even know how i forgot about that anyway they tried me culturally aware and it would have been cool but they never go into any of it they never go that would have been really interesting to see like buying connect with her louisiana roots we never see any of that we see all the witches gain together like i think i mentioned earlier but we see all them connect together at the end of the series with some magic spell to stop everything and stop the plot and all of them are black women which is like okay i can't remember if there are any black men but i am 99 sure it was a majority of black women in there that's who most of the witches are and it's like, okay. But the funniest part of it all is that the most powerful witch is a white woman. The the first witch actually is a white woman. And it's like that's how of course they couldn't they couldn't not have that. And we see we see you know what I just thought about now also is that like they pick and choose who they want to go into strategically. For some reason, there are these vampires who were like basically stronger and smarter, uh, Klaus. It's like the McAllisters I think I can't remember that. but if you if the fans who've seen it they know what I'm talking about people who haven't I'm sorry but basically they're like the most powerful group right they came on the show for a couple seasons they were the, they were the antagonists for one season and then the next season they kind of were just like romantic interest kind of friends they got their own television series so they were so interesting that they got a whole show for themselves and then we see the next Alaric has like his kids they get a spin-off series. Why did Bonnie's character never get a spin-off series? I know Caroline didn't get one either, considering she's a main character, but it's because she's a vampire. We already know what vampires are. Also, she didn't have anything that was interesting about her. She actually was a very born character until they made her a vampire. So honestly, they don't need to give her a show. They can't they already went to her whole family history. We literally saw her father, her mother, we saw all of them. So anything, it makes sense for Bonnie to have a spinoff series to see her witch family, to see how she connects with their black side, but that would be too much for them because I would assume they'd have to get someone who knows how to write black women, She knows how to write, not even, you don't have to know how to write a black woman, but just know how to write a character without being so racially biased towards them and giving them typical minstrel shows, stereotypes, but why would I expect a white woman to know how to do that? Like am I stupid or what why would I expect a white woman to know how to respect a black woman's existence as a human you know it's difficult thing of like servitude and all that thinking about it now in the writing room it would have made way more sense to have Caroline be tied together because we have to remember Caroline and Bonnie are both main characters I want we all I want us to all remember that they are both just as main characters as like they're just They're just as main characters as others. You see what I'm saying? One, it would have been more interesting because she's a vampire. So she technically can live forever. That would have just had more stakes in it. It didn't have to be Bonnie. Because then the writers always turned down Bayman. And it was like they probably did that so that there would be a tension between Bonnie and Damon. Because Bonnie, Damon, sorry, is madly in love with Elena. And so as long as Bonnie's alive... Elena will be dead in order for Elena to be alive again guess what has to happen guys guess what Bonnie has to die she doesn't actually die after they do the magical spell that luckily that undoes the spell does it bring Enzo back her lover no they're able to bring back alive like characters from season one that died of the second episode but they don't even bring back Enzo for some reason they bring back so many characters but they don't bring back her lover at all And it's so weird to me that they never did that. She didn't even get a chance to talk to him on the other side because I don't even know why she didn't get a chance to resurrect him. Nothing. Enzo got no funeral. They just wrote him off. And it's like, okie dokie. And so the question comes, well, why is it like, aside from her just the writers being racially ignorant and The issue becomes of in a fantasy world, white people don't imagine black people as functioning members in their society. I say this because I've seen this like test that I was reading this this book, Hood Feminism, Feminism, amazing book. She mentions she says, think of of an average person in your mind right now. Just think of average person. She's like, were they handicapped? Were they, you know, they trans? Were they person of color? Did they have, were they plus size? It's like, you're going to probably not think of that. And it's like, because you're going to, unless you are in that group, and it's like, when I think of that, I just think of a black woman with like braids or something. Think You're gonna think of yourself. That's not a bad thing to do that. It's not a bad thing to wanna see yourself in art and TV. It's not a bad thing to wanna be represented. However, if we acknowledge that representation is important because we wanna see ourselves, imagine, I think white people, white people need to understand in order to be a good ally that like, we wanna be seen too. It's okay to have your art. No one's saying that white people can never be in TV. I'm not saying that, you know every single channel on tv is to be black now would i want that of course i do because like power <laughs> anyways you got shows like euphoria where i get it's set in california and there really aren't that many black people there but there's at least one there's there's at least a dark skin somewhere do i think that race makes a difference in that show no They don't attack any racial issues, which is cool. I don't think they need to. I don't think I don't want to show that attack racial racial issues every single episode. They do a great job with the casting of the parenting differences between Rue's mother, Rue's black mother, and Cassie's white mother. They don't make that a main plot point, but maybe just the way the actors act, or I don't know. But you can just tell Rue has a black mom. You, You can tell, you can tell, and they do a great job with just not making that the main point it focuses more on the emotional aspect they want to be relatable to anybody which i can understand that but it's like man y'all couldn't get one like not even a tan person in here they have one black man mckay i'm on episode five right now out of i think six in order to be caught up with euphoria and i have not seen mckay at all I don't know what they did to him. They just wiped him off, but all right. His, his only purpose was to date Cassie. He had no actual plot development. He didn't change at all. He didn't grow. He just dated Cassie, got her pregnant. And then we see him once in the first episode at the party to... I don't even know why he's there, but he's there and that's that. So... As I was saying, I just think that these writers, they see themselves and because it's fantasy, they think they can do whatever they want to. They can write however they want to. I mean, when you're literally writing, uh, you know, you're, when you're writing about vampires turning into bats and they're having protection rings against the sun and they can't touch certain herbs or else they'll melt and die, or you're writing about werewolves and the moonstone and you're writing about like the full moon and how all of that, and you're writing about Catherine and the evil twin doppelgangers, you aren't worried about if your writing is inclusive of black people. You weren't worried about that because you aren't black. You're a white woman, you know? Especially in the time period that it was written. And it wasn't written like the eighties, but it's like Black Lives Matter, for instance, that didn't become cool or I'll say it didn't become acceptable, honestly, until 2020. Before then it was radical to be like that. Beyonce got shunned so badly when she was doing that, and now it's cool. Now it's a now it's a Tinder edition. Okay. Okie dokie. Now now it's cool. Now it's a hashtag in everyone's bio. Which is cool. I'm not gonna shame anybody. I've been on that. But it's like I just i'm disappointed but not surprised that's really that's really how i feel with it that's really how i feel with it honestly and so i feel like julie plec i'm gonna focus like I'm, i'm focusing on her but i feel like she's just reflecting she's just reflecting what her dreams and visions are in a perfect world she wouldn't have to write about slavery because this is a fantasy show how can you in her i think in her mind it's like how can you write about realistic slavery and then go back to klaus hypnotizing somebody or what go to a vampire like sucking someone's blood out their neck it's like how can you slip in and out of that reality world when some people don't accept certain things as reality she probably didn't know she was writing into the strong black woman mammy stereotype because in her head that's not that's old, that's dead in her head her being racist or being offensive doesn't exist in a fantasy world because it's her fantasy world as a reflection of what she wants to see So it gets really tense because why would she do that? It's her mirror and she used to create whatever she wants in her mirror. She wouldn't create anything that looks different than her. And so I feel like I don't want to end this on a negative note. I want to end this on a better note. My biggest complaint with commentary videos is that they sell this negative stuff and then they don't come with anything else. It's like, okay, you've pointed out there's anti-blackness everywhere. How do we fix it? Like, give us the extra step give us that give us that movement I'm gonna give y'all that movement I'm gonna give it to you so in order to be better I feel like writers need to understand that emotions are not condensed to one race however oh wait sorry I lied (laughs) that's like John Mulaney anyways black people feel the same the same they feel the same range of emotions that others do However, they may feel it for different reasons. But I wanna first indicate that we ha- we have to keep in mind that at the base of it all, black people are humans too. And as simple as that may sound, I don't think it's getting in people's brains. I don't think it's sticking. That we aren't born, um, we as in black people, we are not born with this innate strongness or tough skin or tough love. I am not a tough lover at all. I have no tough skin. I am not, I am none of that. I am not a strong black woman. I'm not strong I'm actually very emotionally sensitive I'm very sensitive to a lot of things so no I don't fall in that tough skinned black woman that's not real it's only created to gaslight black women and honestly that's not me um the angry black woman stereotype I hate it too because you can never express how you feel without being afraid that someone's gonna put you in that stereotype and so it just becomes awkward and so as I was saying of like as obvious as that may sound like black people are humans too look at the black lives matter movement it's just saying black lives matter it's not saying your life doesn't matter it's not saying white lives don't matter or other people's lives don't matter but it's like all lives don't matter until black lives matter that's it's as simple as that is as simple as that's all, that's all it has to be. That's all it has to be. So it's simple. I understand that black people feel the same range of emotions, but sometimes they may feel it for different reasons. So this is from a, a black girl perspective, from my perspective of like, if a writer was like, okay, what, what emotions or what kind of feelings or, or behaviors would one character have that makes them, not makes them black, but like Cinderella, for instance, that could be any race, it doesn't matter. Moana, that race being, I think she's Samoan. Um, I think I could be wrong, but I think she's like Hawaiian Samoan. Um, if it was white, I don't think it'd be the same. It, we would, the characters would have to look different. The songs would be a little bit different. The setting would be different. It would be different. Ariel. If she's any the race, it makes no difference. There's no cultural attachment. And Kanto, if the characters were a different race, the whole setting, everything that songs change, the language changes, the names change, the nicknames, it's a lot of it changes. That what the characters look like, they would be completely different. The basic plot of this story is not written for like a Hispanic, you know, it could be written for anybody, but you have to change what the characters look like, what they sound like, and how they feel. That's why I think writers are missing. They're missing that disconnect. Of, like, you have to have a basic plot first. Char- characters, Black characters are humans first for their anything. I'm a I'm a human with feelings and emotions before I'm a Black woman, or a soon-to-be Black woman, Black girl. I, I'm going to feel happiness before I feel the culture. You know what I'm saying? I hope that makes sense. If not, cool. But... You're going to have a basic plot first and then you start adding stuff in. You start maybe adding little clicks and they feel every, that's such a weird concept. People just think that black people have all these things and all these emotions they just have. And it's like, no, black people are humans too. So as I was saying earlier, here's some like examples. So like that would make a character different. So like joy, right? Anyone can feel joy, but a black girl could feel joy because maybe she had a really cute braid out and just came out like super cute and she feels confident in her ability to do her hair because natural hair can be difficult to do. It's as a layer, if you're like reading a book and you're a black girl reading that, that makes you feel a connection. Embarrassment could be if your edges white out. I hate when that happens. That's why I hate doing my edges, but it looks like... I'm gonna feel cute whether I do my edges or not, but I like when I do them, but I hate doing it because it's so difficult. I remember in middle school and everyone was doing their edges and I couldn't do mine. I was so embarrassed because like I tried to do it and just was getting white every time. Probably because I was using actual edge control instead of like uh, edges gel, but they have way better ones now and just way better tutorials now. And I thought like the edges they had when they first started getting popular were like the gels and creams were made for people with looser texture hair. It wasn't made for thick hair. Anyways, so sadness, right, that it could be specific for a black woman or a black girl um, or any black character, but it's coming from a black girl perspective, which is me. Um, It could be injustice and a sense of feeling a deep disappointment. I remember when uh, Trayvon Martin died. That was, like, very sad to me, for me, honestly, um, because it's such a, it's like, man, like, it's just, like, black youth is a very special place in my heart, and so... You know, it's, it's very saddening. I don't really want to explain all that because I don't feel like getting into that. But it's a deeper, it's not just, yeah, anyone could see him dying would be sad, but when you're black, it's like the one, it's a feeling of that could be anybody. That could be any one of us, especially if you're a black man or a black teenage boy and you're seeing him just get killed off for wearing a hoodie with Skittles in his pocket. That could be horrifying. That could bring fear to you because you're like that could that could have been me. Nothing was special about Trayvon Martin. There was no, he just was some, I think he was 17, maybe 16, just walking home from the gas station and someone who wasn't even a cop just shot him off. Cause he felt afraid. So that's a fear that could, that could be specific to a black man character or a black girl character, black non-binary, but to black characters in specific, that could be a trait. That's like, they still feel that fear where a white, where a white, hold on. That's a, that's a tongue twister where, where a right hold on where where a white writer may fail to write that correctly would be if they see okay a black woman wouldn't cry at injustice because they're strong black women they'd be happy even though this is not her son she can feel that pain of perhaps that mother she can feel the pain of the black community she can feel just pain in general of injustice because he didn't get a uh, George Linderman did not get arrested he faced no consequence at all I think he maybe lost his job, but even then, it didn't matter. So that's something that could be specific to them. Anger, we could do colorism. Colorism is a very complicated topic. It's not, it's not complicated. I lied. Not complicated. Anger, colorism, and just feeling. Maybe she could feel anger because she's tired of looking just as pretty. Looking probably prettier than her light-skinned friend. But the light skin getting more attention than her. Getting more... Uh, you know, attention than her because she just is. She because she looks exotic. She looks mixed. Ooh, what are you mixed with? Ooh, you pretty. Ooh, yeah, light light skinned women. Light skin women are ooh, are they hard. Mm. when <laughs> whole time she just looks very simple and biracial. I saw so many mixed people this episode. I have no hate for y'all. I don't. Y'all are cool for real. Anyways, who could do a, a writer could write about colorism. Uh, you know how powerful that would be in a fantasy show to like write a black character that feels colorism that, like even though they have magical powers they can't defeat people's anti-blackness or white supremacy in their brain that could be so powerful for so many young black girls to read in their books to see it on tv and like it like that could do a lot or we could have confusion of how to feel black and feminine that could be so important for so many black girls to see if like you know, when society's masculinizing you, I mean, look why it's so hard to be a black woman when you have the writers of a shows who ignore people and they're saying she's bonnie strong, she's not strong. So if you people would describe me as strong all the time, that can make you feel like a man. If what if you just wanna feel feminine? This is not to all black women, obviously, but I do know it's a definitely a difficult femininity journey, femininity journey because you have some people masculinizing you for your features that are black, hair texture, maybe weight it's a lot of things that can masculinize you and it's hard to feel comfortable with femininity when it's based on European white women's standards that are the complete opposite of you so you have to kind of feel comfortable in your own femininity and build that sisterhood with friends and that can be difficult it's very difficult so that could be confusion of how to be a black woman and what's that mean you have you know black men that you know there's no hate to them it's I'll be nice if I can. I'm not. I'm not gonna read them down. It's Black History Month. No one's perfect. No one's perfect. Black women aren't perfect either. It's cool, but you know they're doing stuff like giving people the N word pass, and it's like, oh, you know, if the writers really want to get, you want to get spicy in the writing room, add a complex emotion of generational trauma and how that can be. That would be amazing. Van- the Vampire Diaries could have went that route. They could have went that route with the witches, and maybe the Black Witches could have been like voodoo evil witches. And Bonnie was like actually no, because they do have dark magic. They have into the dark magic because Bonnie wanted to use dark magic. I think to bring back either Bonnie, no, Bonnie wants either to bring back Damon or it was Enzo. I can't remember, but she wanted to get into dark magic. She was gonna use it. Perhaps her old family used black magic and she wants to change that and be the switch in her family and use uh, healthy, not evil magic. They could have went that route and they didn't because they don't care about her character. The Vampire Diaries fan base was so racist. There will be posts about the racism on my podcast page at planet.vars. That's planet like planet and then dot like dot and then v like violin a like apple r like rhino z like zebra this brings us to our conclusion and how do we how do we how else do we fix this issue of poorly written black characters and fantasy shows when these writers when these white writers clearly don't care slash they don't know how or they just don't have the credibility it's a lot ways to go a lot of ways to go with it my final answer of how to be better is to have more black people in the writing rooms obviously now how to do this we do this by supporting our black creatives a simple repost a share a save can change so many things for people that you don't even know what it can do and it's like we can't keep saying that we want to see these black creatives you want to see the black creatives in the writing room but we don't support our black creatives when they're trying to start off we can't we don't ever repost them we scroll past their little posts. we don't ever buy anything and if you don't have money it all is simple as a like a follow you know you don't know who's going to be who when they grow up but it's that support and like uplifting your black friends so they can get to these places that they want to be at you know and if we're saying we want to see like more of these people we want to see more writers when you're writing when your friends like i just released a story on Wattpad or whatever it's called read it go like it go repost it on your story so we can see them grow and be where they need to be so they can be at these higher places they can be in these writing rooms doing art most white people are able to be in the writing areas also because it's hard to live off art we all know that however if they fall back and if their writing is not as successful as they want it to be they can get any job they want to if you're black you go to school for art college and it flops you kind of i say you're poor forever but you gotta work a lot harder also, it depends on who your parents are. If there's generational wealth building up, if Kim Kardashian's kids, if they decide to go write something and be writers, they literally could. They could have. They, they have no stress on their shoulders. They have nothing pushing. If they flop, okay. If they do good, okay. If you're a black kid, you probably have your family think you're a disappointment and a waste of time. They think you're gonna fail. So it's like, you have everything resting on this. Everything especially you know you got jobs not hiring people because if your name looks too ghetto so you're already cut out from the beginning from the get-go that's why i said in order to fix this issue of not having anyone black in the writing room to help these not even help these white writers but probably to outwrite them and do way better and just have more perspective we need more perspectives in the writing room because be honest how would julie plec a white woman know how to write bonnie bennett how would she know these complexities? I wouldn't know how to write a black male character. I could probably try, but I probably would write it too biasly. I would write it based off how I view like how I dream black man. but I can't I can't write about struggles with their masculinity. I can't write about that. Same way I couldn't write about a different race. It would not be that good cuz I don't I could maybe do my research and ask my fr- you know different friends of different races perhaps if I really wanted to. Well I well, I mean if I needed to, I could. So I can understand it. Or we just have more of them in the writing room. So I want to end off my podcast episode with this. Uh, you know, with that thought in your mind of support your Black creatives. I will be doing things soon to help boost us up and make sure we're getting where we need to be so we can all grow together, grow and flow successfully and so with all that being said we've reached the end of the podcast this is a bit of a longer one i hope you guys all share this this took me a really long time to put together and i did a lot of research for this as i said all my sources will be stated in the link in the bio there were so many helpful sources i definitely suggest you guys look through them and watch through them all thank you so much for listening to the end of this episode it was a longer one but thank you um i think that's pretty much it my, my main page is Cosmic.Lover with three R's, perhaps, or two, can't remember. The podcast page is Planet.Vars, and as I mentioned, Planet.V like Violin, A like, A like Apple, R like Rhino, and Z like Zebra. I will see you guys next episode. Bye. Bye.